Puentes and half a day to our listeners on Guam and in the CNMI. It's now time for Total Health right here on Joy FM Radio, where your health questions get answered by the doctors. Join our hosts, Dr. Tim Arnott and Michael Robinson. If you have any health-related questions, we would love to hear from you. Call your questions and comments in at 472-1111 or text or WhatsApp 686-9999. If you're in the CNMI, please call 323-1113. Welcome, everybody, to Total Health. Here are doctors Tim Arnott and Michael Robinson. Good afternoon and welcome to Total Health. We're coming to you live from Magania Heights on the beautiful island of Guam. We're going to be talking about your health and uh, specifically about one of the most powerful treatments or remedies or blessings that God has given his kids to keep us in health to keep us away from disease, to keep us uh, moving toward longevity, to minimize our need for medication, minimize our need for uh, medical services, minimize our risk of diabetes, heart disease, cancer, osteoporosis, high blood pressure, the list goes on and on. So we're going to be talking with some experts uh, this afternoon. They'll be... uh, giving us their wisdom that they have gleaned over decades and decades of their own study, their own experiences. Uh, They are also uh, chefs in their own regard, uh, able to create, uh, not only take the uh, productions that God has given, but turn them into tasty meals. Uh, You know, it's 10 talents if you can cook food that is not only healthy, but tastes good. That's 10 talents. That's the most that God gives to his children. 10 talents. Again, that is someone who can take food, make it healthy, but also tasty. And these individuals are able to do exactly that. So if you're, uh, perhaps you're looking for a way to enhance your own table you're looking for uh, the ability to keep your family healthy, you want to stay tuned, you want to take notes, get a piece of paper, get some pencils, pens, and, uh, and listen carefully to what you'll hear this afternoon. We have with us uh, Betty Jo Resch. She is a registered nurse. She is a certified diabetes educator at uh, the Guam SDA Clinic. She spends hours and hours talking to patients uh, about uh, how they can control their blood sugar, how they can uh, walk away from diabetes, how they can keep their diabetes under control. She also uh, talks with individuals who are pregnant and have uh, prediabetes or PCOS or diabetes and helps them to also keep their blood sugar down. That's very important so they don't uh, have a ch- an infant, deliver an infant that's excessively large, causing many, many complications. So uh, she is an expert in her field, and we would welcome calls, uh, 472 1111 uh, 472 And uh, 
anytime during this hour, by all means, give us a call. If you have questions, you have comments, if you uh, any kind of concern that you have, 472-1111 is the number to call here on the island of Guam. And if you're in the CNMI, we welcome your calls as well, 323-1113, 323-1113. Perhaps you'd like to send a text question. You can do that on WhatsApp, 686-9999, 686-9999. We're also joined by Katie Yamamoro, and uh, she is has a doctorate in physical therapy and is also an expert in creating healthy cuisine. So these will be our experts uh, this afternoon on this program. And uh, Betty Jo, tell us a little bit about what uh, you would like to cover during this hour. Well, you already helped us a little bit because we're going to talk maybe a little bit more about the benefits and also how to cook beans, some tips about beans, and some recipes, and then any other questions that come in. We'll give some of our favorite recipes and answer any questions that people might have. So I'm happy uh, for you uh, to take it away and talk to Katie and just a dialogue back and forth about uh, this whole topic of beans and legumes and and uh, peas and split peas and tell us a little bit about uh, this whole this whole category of plant-based food that God has provided his kids how did you get interested in it uh, is there a little history? Uh, have you seen it uh, work for those in in health need, like diabetes patients? I think you've had some experiences in the islands uh, promoting beans and seeing beans used. Just tell us a little bit about some of your background. So one of my favorite experiences was in Ponape several years ago. And John Schroer was living there and he had been helping us with mission trips several times, and I was always talking to the people in the hallways as they were waiting to see the doctor about beans and the benefits of those, but I'd never cooked any. So one night before we were starting out to do this again, I said, John, I think I'm going to cook beans tonight. How many bags do you think I should cook? And he laughed at me and said, I don't think more than one bag because I don't think anyone's going to eat them. (laughs) And I said, oh, okay. But I cooked two or three bags because I thought if they don't eat them, we can eat them. So I cooked two or three bags of lentils, which are really such an easy bean to cook because a lot of these um, people... Ponapeans are cooking over an open fire. And so to cook beans that take a long time is not something that they're used to doing because they cook things like ramen that's very quick. Quick and easy. So I yeah, so I just cooked some lentils with a few carrots in it because they can get carrots there pretty well. And salt. That was it, because John said they really don't aren't into seasoning, so mm. just salt. 
So I took the beans with me and the pot, and I started giving it to whoever wanted to take some beans in a cup. And before 12 o'clock, we were totally out of beans. Wow. And every, everyone that tasted them seemed to like them. In fact, John, a couple days later, because every time I made more beans every day, and a lot of the employees came around every day to eat beans. <laughs> and, and so um, one of the, John went to get more beans for me because I was running out, and there was just like one store that had lentils. Mm. And there was a man in front of him at the store, and he only. John was buying the last, like, one or two bags of beans. And this man had several bags of beans. And he said, what are you going to do with those? What did you, how did you hear about these beans? And he said, oh, this lady at the hospital, we tasted them and we liked them. Mm-hmm. Every trip that we went after that, we always made beans and took them to whatever clinic we were going to. And it took a few times going back and forth, but one of the last times we were there, one of the the providers started telling us that they were going to start cooking beans at their own home. So, yeah, beans are such a great source of fiber. So you found them uh, actually fairly easily introduced uh, into a new environment. Yes, and I had childbirth classes just last week, and we had some garbanzo adobo, and at least two of the people in the class had never even eaten garbanzos and didn't know what they were. And that's pretty typical of my classes. Now, uh, I believe there's a, a special quality uh, of lentils and garbanzos when it comes to blood sugar control. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, it's a great quality. <laughs> we had a patient a few months ago in OB whose blood sugar was in the 400s when she came, and that really isn't good for a baby. Mm. <laughs> and so we talked to her about... Dr. Sweeney and I talked to her about the benefits of beans in controlling blood sugars. And I don't think we've had anyone just take the bull by the horns quotes as this person did. Because she started eating beans twice a day, went totally plant-based, and within a week or two, her because she had to start taking insulin, her insulin doses were like cut in half. She was, she was losing a little bit of weight, which was just because she was eating healthy. It wasn't because she was trying to lose weight. Mm. But it was pretty phenomenal. That's why I was in the islands encouraging beans, because they're cheap. That's one of the great things about them. When you mm. buy a bag of beans, it cooks a whole pot. Absolutely. It feeds you know 10 to 12 people. And so they're cheap, $2 for a bag of beans. And they're, most of them, the, the smaller beans are quite easy to cook unless they're old. And I had an experience one time with old <laughs> yellow split peas. And I'm like, what in the world? 
I'm cooking these for about three hours at least, and they usually cook in 30 minutes, and they're still not done. Wow. And so I called one of my friends who knows about beans, and she laughed at me and said, oh, they're old, so they're taking longer to cook. And just a couple nights ago, I had someone over for dinner, and I was cooking in my Instapot. And so I thought, this is going to make these beans cook really fast. And so I put them in there for about 25 minutes. And when I opened the Instapot thinking we were going to eat right then, they were hard. And I went, oh, these beans are old too. Mm. It doesn't mean that they're bad for you to eat. They just take a long time to cook. So I had to put them through the whole cycle again. Well, I know that you have come with some information that you want to get out to the listeners, and I don't want to keep us away from that information. So what exactly, what's the message, some of the main messages that you'd like to leave with our listeners this afternoon? Well, the, some of the other benefits of beans, and one of them is it really helps prevent constipation because beans are the food that is the highest in fiber. It's not like celery or carrots, which I used to think years ago, but it's beans. And fiber is an undigestible part of food that just keeps, keeps everything running well in the body. And so it keeps the blood sugars from going up. And in fact, um, we have another patient that we say, if you eat beans at night, only take 15 units of insulin, not 30, because her blood sugars are so affected by beans. So it's like a medication almost. (laughs) It is. That's what we do. We give them a script for beans for medicine. (laughs) Instead of your medicine, if you eat beans, (laughs) this is what's going to (laughs) happen. Well, that's that's phenomenal. I mean, uh, you know, we've heard these... This adage, let food be your medicine and medicine be your food. And you're actually, uh, you're, your experiences actually validate that. Yes. Yes. And I'm part of the Diabetes Coalition and other, other um, diabetes educators in the community are also encouraging plant-based foods. Wow. So, uh, Katie, um, tell us a little bit about your experience with beans. Have you found them easy to incorporate into your diet, Uh, uh, difficult? I mean, there's uh, people out there that have issues with beans. Uh, They talk about gas formation. Uh, That's one of the issues. Uh, Stomach upset. Have you encountered any of those uh, difficulties? How have you handled those Uh, just give us some of your thoughts about this whole food group. Well, um, beans have definitely been uh, something that has been an important part of my diet for many, many years. Uh, I grew up eating a lot of beans. I'm uh, from the mainland and uh, part of what's considered the south in the mainland. So beans are a big a big staple uh, in our diet. And so it's, it's something that um, I have... Uh, eaten a lot of, uh, but like you mentioned, there are some uh, some drawbacks if they're um, 
you know, if they're not cooked properly or or handled properly, uh, gas is one of those. <laughs> and uh, it can be a problem, uh, more so for some people than others. But usually if the beans are prepared correctly, then it can really cut that down. It can really cut the gas down to make it more palatable for, for people and, and not so much uh, internal distress afterwards. And um, we're going to talk more about how to cook beans, how to soak beans uh, in just a few moments. Uh, one of the things that I've experienced as well, um, I help uh, lead out in the depression and anxiety recovery program uh, at the clinic as well. And um, one of the things that we talk about in um, for our patients with depression and anxiety are beans and eating plenty of beans, not only for the benefits that have already been mentioned, obviously, um, they are a good protein, um, they have uh, good fiber uh, and those things too, but there's, there's actually a type of depression that is caused specifically by low folate levels. Uh, folate, also known as folic acid, uh, it's a B vitamin, vitamin B9, and if a person is suffering from depression that is due to a lack or low levels of vitamin B9, the folate, uh, then they're not going to be responsive to any kind of medication. And uh, so they're going to be seen as, you know, unresponsive, untreatable. Um, whereas getting more uh, of the folate in their diet can improve their depression uh, without anything else. So... Um, Interestingly enough, beans are a great source of folic acid, and especially um, black beans, pinto beans, lentils, and black-eyed peas. Black-eyed peas are actually the number one source of folic acid. They have about 358 micrograms of folate per one cup serving, um, and even, um, well, what's recommended uh, for a person uh, in that situation is about 100 micrograms per day. So as you can see, just one serving, uh, even a half cup serving of those type of beans would be more than enough so that they could get all the folate they need for that day. Um, there's other good qualities about beans as well. Lima beans are actually high in tyrosine, which is something also that can affect depression. Uh, soybeans, mature soybeans are high in iron and choline. Both of those are, uh, are helpful in treating depression. And then the green soybeans, the edamame, is high in omega-3 fatty acids. And that's a really, really big, important nutrient when it comes to treating depression and mental health. Wow. So it uh, sounds like you need to be on a good diet even for your medications to work. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's... it's uh, it's very refreshing to talk to people who actually take theory and make it practice. And I really want to spend, uh, you know, the bulk of our time just picking your brain about how do you actually take this idea, okay, beans are healthy, and actually bring it into your home, bring it into your family, bring it into a recipe, bring it into a meal, bring it on the table, and make it a daily staple. I mean, it's how do you use beans to replace fish, chicken, beef, for example? Where, where would you put it? Where would you incorporate it? Uh, what kind of dishes? Uh, and perhaps, uh, you know, being sensitive to the local 
culture, the local cuisine. Um, what are your thoughts about making this practical? Well, probably one of my favorite recipes to use with beans is a recipe for garbanzo waffles. Mm. And I've never had anyone eat them that didn't like them. Wow. And so that's a way to get your beans, and you don't even know you're eating beans because <laughs> it's the waffles. It's delicious. And so it's made with garbanzos, soaked garbanzos, so not cooked garbanzos. Mm. And I have a package of garbanzos here. So it's made with soaked garbanzos. You just soak it overnight. And I usually always have some soaked garbanzos that I put in the freezer so that if at a whim, I want to make some waffles. If somebody comes over or I just want to make waffles that day and I don't have any soaked, I already have them in the freezer. And so it's soaked garbanzos and oatmeal. And probably lots of people on the Cheerio box or whatever learn about oatmeal and how it prevents cardiovascular mm -hmm. disease. Oh, yes. So these waffles are with garbanzo, oatmeal, those are basically the two main ingredients, and we put them in the blender and blend them. And then I like my waffles to be a little bit crunchy. And another grain that's really good for us is millet. And so once I've gotten the garbanzos and oats stirred up, then I put some millet in it so it gives a little crunchy taste to the waffles. Okay. I also put some black sesame seeds on the waffle iron before I put the batter on and then after I put the batter on. So it's, it kind of makes it a beautiful black sesame seeds on the top and a beautiful display of God's food that he gives us. Wow. I think you have a talent for this. <laughs> maybe, you should, maybe you should be uh, starting a restaurant in the community. <laughs> I think it would do well. Well, I like to cook food, and I often give food away, but I don't think I'd want to do it as a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of a lot of. I like hectic. seeing patients too much. <laughs> yeah, good. Well, it's it's uh, you know just just. That's a great idea. Waffles, wow. I mean, you know, garbanzos are low glycemic. They're one of the lowest uh, glycemic foods that we have, uh, you know, other than nuts. And so lentils, garbanzos, I mean, those should become staple foods for somebody with diabetes. Mm -hmm. uh, and honestly, your taste buds, they'll go wherever you do. So... Uh, even if your first bite isn't uh, your, your favorite, if you just stay with the food three weeks, you'll enjoy it. Your taste buds will adapt. So, but I don't, it doesn't sound like you need much of adapt, much adaptation for these uh, ideas. Any other uh, thoughts, of, uh, Katie, about uh, how you would incorporate beans, legumes in, a, in an actual meal? Well, um, oh my, yes, many. Uh, but what you want to start out by doing is actually, you know, go to the store and get some. <laughs> if they're not in your pantry, you're not li very likely to fix them. Um, so just go think about uh, maybe some of the beans you've heard about, some of the beans we've mentioned, and we're going to keep talking about plenty more. But um, just go get some. Usually dry is the best way uh, to start off with them. So grab a bag of dry beans, take them home. 
Uh, there's pretty much two steps when it comes to preparing beans, and that is you want to soak them, and then you want to cook them. Um, that's just general. Um, you can soak them. The easiest way to do it is to put them, uh, well, first of all, kind of, you know, empty them out of the bag, sort through them, make sure there's not any rocks or, or anything in them that sometimes gets in them in processing. Then rinse the beans off and then put them in a pan, put them in the pot that you're going to cook them in and fill it, fill that pan with water up to at least about an inch above the beans. And then let them sit and soak overnight. If you if you're able to prepare the day before and let them soak overnight, that's really the easiest. Um, and so as long as they soak six to eight hours, that should be good. And then you can deal with cooking um, the next day. But if you haven't had a chance to prepare uh, the day before, there is a, qu a quick method that you can use. Um, as long as you do have a couple hours, you can um, put them in a pot, like the same process, rinse, sort, uh, put them in a pot with water about an inch over and put it on the stove, boil them for about two to three minutes and then turn the heat off, put the lid on the pot and let it sit for an hour. Uh, that's the quickest method. Um, and then you can go cooking them from there. Different beans take different lengths of time. Most beans take between 45 minutes to up to two hours. So let me get this straight. You bring them to a boil. Mm-hmm. And then you turn the heat off? Right. You boil them for two to three minutes and then turn the heat off and then and cover the pot and let them just sit. So that's that's kind of like the, the fast-forward method to the soaking. Okay. They can either soak in cold water all night long or they can soak in the hot water uh, for an hour. And then you go ahead and cook them like you would normally Right. Cook them. Then you go ahead and cook them for the 45 minutes to two hours depending on the bean. So which beans take longer? Uh, the beans that take longer are pinto beans, kidney beans, navy beans. Those take at least an hour and a half, sometimes up to two hours. The navy beans especially, and garbanzo beans actually too, uh, can take a little bit longer as well. The The faster ones, great northern beans, uh, usually only take between 45 minutes to an hour. Uh, black beans take between an hour to an hour and a half. Now lentils, those are an exception to the rule. You do not need to soak lentils overnight. Um, so those are really the quickest method. Those just usually take about 45 minutes to cook from, from the beginning. So if you don't have much time, lentils, lentils are the might way be to go. the way to go. Right. And how many different kinds of lentils are there uh, on this island, would you say? Ooh, on this island. That's a good question. Well, there's red lentils okay. that you can get at Pomica. Um, and there's brown lentils. Mm -hmm. Those are pretty much the only... Those green lentils. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of how I found them on island, though. I know I've ordered them before, but... So you could pour those over brown rice, or how, how would you use lentils? Mm-hmm. Um, there are several different ways you can use lentils. Um, yeah, one of the simplest ways is just to cook them like they are, and uh, with a little bit of salt, maybe a little bit of onion, um, and then put them over brown rice. You can even mix some uh, tomato sauce in with them, too, and put over the brown rice. Um, that's actually my mother's favorite way to have lentils is just open a can of, well, no, she actually makes her spaghetti sauce from scratch and uh, mixes that in with the lentils, and uh, it is really good that way. But you can also do uh, other things with the lentils, too. You can make a really good lentil soup um, with, you know, chop up some vegetables, some potatoes, onions, carrots, celery, and cook them right along with the lentils with some seasonings, tarragon, and 
and basil, parsley, garlic, of course, um, and thyme. Now, how does the cooking of lentils as an entree differ from cooking lentils as a soup? Uh, the amount of water. <laughs> um, pretty much, if you if you make it a little bit runnier, then it can be a soup, and if you make it a little bit thicker, then it can uh, stand alone or be over be over rice or something like now, that. Now, I remember uh, when I was in med school, they had a s- little restaurant called the Patio Pantry just mm-hmm. outside of Loma Linda Market. And they would cook a baked potato, quite a large baked potato. I think they called them spuds, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> They'd split those in half, and then they would pour lentils. I think it's more the thicker consistency over that. Basically fill that, that the belly of that split baked potato with lentils. And it was actually very good. Mm-hmm. Right, and top that off with a little bit of broccoli, and that's a a great meal. Yeah, I was. I mean, it was very popular mm-hmm. and yeah, uh, that would very be tasty. So uh, now, if you you know, if you didn't want to use butter uh, over that, what what kind of substitutes are out there for for maybe a topping? I, I know that they had used butter or some kind of margarine on on their baked potato, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, Perhaps somebody who's trying to lose weight or avoid excess calories. What what, what might be a, a good substitute? Well, I have a tofu chili recipe that that uses beans, and it also has broccoli and cauliflower wow. chopped up in it. So, and you wouldn't know that it's in there. I took mm. it out to a one of the villages here one night when we were doing some diabetes education. And most, I, I don't remember anyone not liking it, and they had no idea it had cauliflower and broccoli in wow. it. Wow. Well, that's, uh, you know, do you have these recipes uh, written down somewhere? Or? We do. I have many of them typed up because we used to have a cooking class one Sunday every month, but since COVID, we haven't been able to do that. And we're hoping to maybe start up again sometime when COVID is well controlled here. So if someone wants to call in their email address, and if they don't have an email address, they could call in and just give us their regular address, and we would be glad to send them some of these recipes. If they have a specific bean that they're wanting or a specific recipe, they could let us know about that. So if you'd like to get a copy of some of the recipes that... uh Betty Jo Resch has been discussing on this program, or or Katie Yamamuro, you can call 472-1111, 472-1111, and uh, let the station know that you like some of these recipes, and they will get those into your hands. If you're uh, in Saipan, Tinian, or Rota, you can call 323-1113, 323-1113. Thirteen, and you get the same information. Send us a text six eighty six ninety nine ninety nine. Say I'd like those recipes, those bean recipes, and we'll do our best to get those into your hands. Now, I know that you wanted to do some practical uh, demonstrations. Is that correct? Yes, and we also had some tips from our experience of dealing with beans. We talked about one if the beans are old. 
they're going to take longer to cook. Another one is with lentils and split peas, those smaller beans especially, but with most beans, I just put the salt in after they're cooked、mm. because putting the salt in when you're cooking can make the time that you have to cook them longer. Okay. And Katie has some other little tidbits about beans that you might want to be aware yes, of. Yes, please. Well,、um, one of the main things is about、um, how to use them. <clears throat> we,、um, you know, we might fix a big pot and then can't eat it all within a couple of days. And、um, beans freeze really well. So that's something that you can make up. You can make up a huge pot at the beginning of the week on Sunday and then、um, put a few servings、uh, in different containers and put them in the freezer. And so you can take them out later on in the week when you're in more of a hurry. And,、uh, and use them that way. That's, that's, beans are just so handy that way. So you can cook them in the microwave, heat them up in the microwave?、Um, yeah, I mean, I don't personally recommend microwaves, but you can, you can do that. You can do that option, or you can、uh, plop it into a glass container and put it in the oven.、Mm, all right. Any then, other tips、uh, that you might think our, our listeners would appreciate? So, something else is you can sprout beans. And one of my favorite sprouts that I sprout probably at least once a week, usually, is mungo beans. And that's a very familiar bean here. And then lentils. And I have a jar at home that's layered with mungo beans and then lentils and mungo beans and lentils. And I just pour some in a quart jar and probably about a cup. And then I put the rest of the jar filled with water and let it soak about eight hours or overnight. And then I have these little sprout bags. And I know other people can, you can sprout them in a casserole dish or various things. This is just very easy for me. And so I just put the beans, dump the beans in the sprout bag, get the sprout bag all wet. And then there's a little string here, and so I pull the string. After the bag is all wet with the beans, I just hang it over my, my water spout and let it drip a little bit. And then I have little knobs on my cupboard, so I just hang it on the cupboard two or three times during the day, and it can go several hours without doing it. I just rinse the whole bag off. In about three days, I have. Wonderful bean sprouts. Wow. And I put a lot of them in salad, and sometimes I've made tofu young with them. But I also have a really good recipe that I love with oat burgers, and I add a bunch of bean sprouts at the end. And one time I was working with Chamorros and various island people at a public、uh, place where they could come in and use the computers and stuff, and I was cooking with them. And one of the guys there would always say, I want you to make those burgers again. Those are way better than McDonald's. Oh, wow. <laughs> Amen. So, yeah. Well, you know, it strikes me, Betty Jo, that you might want to make some YouTube videos of some of these、uh, incredible ideas and maybe、uh, put them up on,、uh, on a. YouTube channel where people could access them because、uh, this is valuable information. I mean, 
Well, Katie and Mai might have to think about it. And then my cohort that's done the cooking classes with me, Tammy Uggen, she always has very simple, fast recipes. that, And she's a little better at the Chamorro foods that people are more familiar with. She makes a really dynamo tofu... Uh, Oh, what's it? Caliguin. Tofu Caliguin. So what, yeah. what kind of appliances do you use to cook beans? I mean, do you use pressure cookers? Do you use slow cookers? Do you maybe give some some of the options that we would find on the island? Maybe things that you, you know, appliances that people would probably have in their home or could easily afford. What what What, what do you recommend? One of the ones that I really like is a crock pot. And one day I was coming home from work and I thought, wow, something smells when I pulled in the carport. And um, my husband came out and I said, what is that smell? And he said, well, come in and I'll show you. (laughs) And (laughs) I had left this pot of beans on high. Fortunately, it didn't burn the house down. So for several hours... And so it was embarrassing. And (laughs) and so my husband said, I think we need to get an Instapot and forget the cooking in a pot. (laughs) Mm. And so I did get an Instapot, but I haven't had a lot of experience cooking with beans with it. But I did it today, and it worked very well. I hadn't soaked the garbanzos, so they were unsoaked garbanzos. I Watched a little YouTube video about cooking it with the Instapot. And so you use a pressure cooker on the Instapot. And I put the timer on for 25 minutes or 27 minutes. And then it said once the pressure's off, then you want to turn it off and just let it soak in there till it loses the pressure for about 15 minutes. And the garbanzos are nicely cooked and I didn't put any um, salt in them yet so some of the radio staff was asking me about taking some of this food home so maybe I'll let somebody take the cooked garbanzos home from the Instapot. The other thing that I really like is a crock pot because you can just put it in there overnight I just put it on low and take, you know, do the procedure. First, rinse the beans and then put them in the crock pot and usually put about two inches of water above the beans. And then they're done in the morning after about eight hours. And so that brings me to another favorite recipe for a breakfast, which some of you might agree with my kids when they tell me I have a perverted taste. (laughs) But but I really love these black beans from Happy Mart. They're Korean black beans, and they're a little different, a little bigger, and they don't get quite as mushy. You cook them, but they're really delicious. They taste a little different. So I usually have black beans in the refrigerator that are already cooked, And then another thing that they have at Happy Mart is pressed barley. 
and that's like oatmeal, except it's got about twice the amount of fiber as oatmeal does. So for my diabetes patients, it's especially good. Mm -hmm. And so I'll just soak the, some pressed barley overnight with soy milk or unsweetened soy milk or unsweetened almond milk. And then the next morning, I learned from Tina to start eating chopped apples in my cereal. Or if I have fresh mulberries that I've picked, I put in some mulberries and some black beans, and that's what my breakfast is. And I've wow. taken pictures of it and sent it to my friends in the States and say, I'm eating such a delicious breakfast. Wow. It's overnight oats, black beans, apple, and milk. Wow, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, you know, I want to mention, too, uh, while we're on the subject of the devices to use to cook the beans, mm -hmm. um, the, the times that I talked about earlier with soaking and cooking the beans, those are using a traditional pot on the stove. Um, but you can use these uh, other two great options. And you can also use uh, a rice cooker. At least so far I've had good success with it. <laughs> um, the soaking would be uh, the same, though, beforehand. You want to soak it. I've just put the beans uh, in the rice cooker pot and soak them overnight like normal, like I would do to cook them uh, on the stove. But then the next morning, um, I, I drain off the water that I soaked them in. You definitely want to do that. And I, I should mention that's one of the things that really helps to, uh, to make the beans a little bit better quality for digestion is draining off that water that they've soaked in all night and rinsing them off again, um, putting them in clean water to cook. Um, so you do that and then um, just fill it up with water again, again about an inch above. Or I just put the water at the level of, like for example, I put in three dry cups of beans the night before and I fill it up with maybe twice that amount of water. And uh, then the next day after I drain them off and I add new water, I just fill it up to the line on my rice cooker that says six cups. So in other words, it was three cups the night before. Now they've pretty much doubled in size um, because so it makes it about six cups of beans. So I fill up the water to the six cups and then I set it on the brown rice setting to cook them and they're done. They, uh, wow. You don't have to worry about watching them on the stove and risking them burning on the stove if you're not there to add water. Um, it is it is pretty simple. That so you way. can cook beans in a rice cooker? You can. <laughs> <laughs> I have wow. not tried every type of bean this way yet, but all the ones I've tried have been uh, have Which been ones successful. have you tried? Uh, Great Northern Beans. Uh, that was the one that I just did recently. Um, oh, dear. And they're soft. They're not, you know, crunchy. <laughs> Correct. Yes, they're they're just like they would be if they had been cooked on the stove or in in a instapot or. Now, what crock what pot. kind of herbs and uh, you know seasonings do you put in these beans and lentils? Well, I guess uh, that just depends on on your your taste. Probably, um, I like I like a lentily taste with uh, usually like thyme and garlic and onion and parsley. Um, but, you know, with black beans, of course, I, I probably use garlic and onion with most beans. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I really like garlic. Um, mm -hmm. But if you're making more of a chili-type bean with, like, pintos or red beans, um, then, of course, you can use the onion, garlic, and um, paprika or um, cumin. I, cumin is, is one of my favorite herbs 
to if you're wanting a, a chili type flavor. Um, now, what about if um, let's say that someone is just maybe starting out and they don't have a lot of appliances at home and maybe they're wanting to avoid some of the, even the minor complication of cooking. Are there some some beans that are already cooked in the store, maybe in a can, <laughs> that you would recommend uh, for someone who's just starting out? Uh, yes, there's definitely canned beans. Um, you can, and they're you know most of the time fairly affordable. Um, not quite as economic as as the dry beans, but uh, but you have the advantage of them already being cooked. So yes, uh, just check the the canned vegetables section of the grocery store, and there'll be a whole section of canned beans. Most beans come in that form. It's, I mean, the mainstream beans, you know, kidney beans, pinto beans, garbanzos, um, black beans. You can get those all in a can. Now, you can take beans and, what, whiz them up in a blender and then use them as spreads or put them in tacos or or uh, burritos. Is, is that not uh, something else that you could do with beans? Oh, yes. There's so many things. So many things. you can. And I don't know if, Betty Joe, if you have... Uh, experience with like bean dips and stuff, but I've I've made some uh, that are really tasty with just seasonings and and mashed right. up beans. Hummus is one that everybody probably has tasted almost, and it's in the stores that you can buy. My hummus I make with with tahini and no added olive oil or anything like that. But so it's garbanzos, but you can make. One year for our OB, um, we wanted to make it a little festive, so I made a beet hummus. Wow. So it was pink. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so there's there's hundreds of hummus recipes. Mm -hmm. And if you want to really have smooth hummus, I learned this summer, or, yeah, that you can... Shell the garbanzo beans after they're cooked. I didn't even realize they had a shell on them. But my son-in-law shelled, a, he made a bunch of hummus, and it took them an hour and a half to shell all the garbanzo beans. So that's that's way too intensive for me to do. Wow. <laughs> but yeah. one of the recipes that I found in the Life and Health magazine uh, the other day was a bean cream, and it was supposed mm. to be made with cannonelli beans mm. from a can. Mm. But I didn't know where my can was of that, and so I just cooked some um, great northern beans or white beans, and mm -hmm. I used those. And it just it had some dates and some orange juice, and a little bit of almond butter. And vanilla extract. And it was delicious. So a sweet cream. Yeah. So it was like um, it was like something that you could put berries and then that wow. bean cream over your waffles. It was wow. really delicious. Amazing. Yeah, that is one thing that we're not real familiar with probably in the in the Western world is uh, sweet beans. My husband's Japanese. Mm. So um, sweet beans are a, a staple in the Japanese diet. Uh, it, it is a different taste if you're not used to having sweet beans, mm -hmm. but it is it is really tasty if you if you can use them in that format. So, do you use them as a dessert? Or? Mm -hmm. Usually, yeah. As a dessert. Okay, 
So what kind of beans you make this then? Uh, well, I'm, I can't say I'm an expert yet. <laughs> um, adzuki beans, uh, oh. are, um, that's one type anyway that can be used. Uh, they're those, can you get those here? Yes. Uh, I can't remember where I got them, but I have gotten them here. Okay, these are Anasazi. Have you ever cooked those? Oh, yes. Anasazi, that's actually one of my favorites. Um, really? Yeah, the, I haven't used them in a sweet format, but those are delicious beans. Yeah, it seems like they're from, like they're originally from somewhere in South America. Um, oh. But yeah, I just discovered those a few years ago. And uh, again, the name is Anasazi, and those are delicious. They have a really good... Um, almost nutty kind of flavor. It's They're really good. So what do you season them with? Because I, I've had these for a while. Really? I hope they're not hope old. hope they're not old. <laughs> but I was thinking I would make some of these. Mm -hmm. Do you remember you know, what you I like, seasoned? I like the flavor so well, I just seasoned them with salt. Oh, okay. Um, so salt, maybe a little bit of chopped onion, but uh, okay. I, I really like the flavor uh, like they are. So, so I mean, I'm hearing uh, this word flavor. Now, these are new opportunities for your taste buds and perhaps uh, you know a lot of people have gotten into the same old rut of you know this uh, maybe chicken and fish and chicken and fish and beef and and this is a whole new world that you're opening up isn't it it is dr arnott just to quote a doctor in the clinic whose name is Arnott. <laughs> he said this at one of the classes I taught, and I thought, I'm going to write that down. I really like that. He said, don't ask, do I like this food? Ask, do I need to like this food? <laughs> wow. Yeah, that is a good, a good way of looking at it. Well, you know, I mean, it's, it is exciting that taste buds will go wherever we do. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take that long. And you can develop, uh, I know Dr. DeRose talks about this, new enjoyments. Mm. New enjoyments. And I, I think there's at least 60 different beans that grow in America. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm guessing that they all have somewhat different flavor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that's really opening the door to a whole world of new enjoyments. <laughs> And, uh, you know, I think that's what God is all about. He's about joy, enjoyment, the happiness of his children. I mean, the whole reason we're talking about this is that when you choose God's whole plant foods, you avoid sickness, which means you avoid suffering and early death. And, uh, you know, we've, we've heard from your, your testimonies how blood sugars have come down and how you know societies have been introduced to a, to food as medicine. Uh, is there anything else from the table that you'd like to uh, share with our, our listeners this afternoon? Any other uh, thoughts about preparation, about... Uh, well, one other tip I would say is that I've transported beans a lot and um, spilled them in my car more than once. <laughs> And so I recommend if you're able to get a crock pot, if you're able to get a crock pot that has a latch on it like this, it makes it so handy because then you don't spill it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and sometimes I've had to duct tape it 
if I don't have a crock pot with it on. But I'm learning I would rather have it not very many beans in this big crock pot because of the latch. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I know potlucks and fiestas and stuff like that are probably going to start coming back again since the rules have been lifted a little bit. Do you have any brands uh, that you recommend? I mean, for crock pots or slow cookers or... Do you have any? I don't really. I have three different crock pots at home. A small one, mm-hmm. a medium one, and then this big one. So it's more size that you're paying attention yeah. to. right. Depending on the, the number of people that you cook for. So how long will beans last in the fridge before you have to throw them out? Well, one thing I've noticed about things lasting in the fridge is it's the air that gets into food that really causes it to go bad. Mm. So if you've got your Tupperware or whatever your or your glass container, whatever you're storing the bean cooked beans in, if there's not if it's stored clear to the brim, it's gonna last much longer. It might last a week like mm. that. Otherwise, if it's got a fair amount of air, it maybe is going to last three days or something. Yeah, three or four days. But I know when I was um, had taught some people in Pontape to cook lentils or or yap, maybe it was or majaro. um, I said she cooked them, and I said that's great. And then the more I talked to her, I realized she threw them away because she thought they were only good that day. (laughs) And she had a refrigerator. And I said, no, you don't have to throw them away. They'll last in the refrigerator three or four days. Mm -hmm. So she was happy to hear that. So in the freezer, they'll last unbelievable amount of time. Mm -hmm. And and I've made tofu chili and frozen garbanzos, just froze those so that... They would be ready if I wanted to make hummus. Mm-hmm. So beans freeze really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the uh, if you made it into a paste or a spread, can that be kept in the freezer as well? Mm-hmm. Yes. And maybe like this bean cream that I made, probably I would let it unthaw and I would whiz it in the blender again mm. because it might be a little Separated. grainy mm-hmm. or, sure. yeah. yeah. Wow, so you could pour that sweet cream over berries or uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe even make a uh, banana split with right with frozen mm-hmm. mangoes, uh, frozen blueberries, and frozen bananas for the, quote, ice cream, and then pour the sweet cream over the top. Mm-hmm. So there's all kinds of ideas. I mean, it sounds like uh, you both have been sort of... Uh, discoverers of new ideas and kind of, you know, thought beyond the box, so to speak, use your own creativity. That That's really, uh, you know, that's really powerful. Not just grabbing a, <laughs> a recipe book, but, you know, actually creating your own ideas. And that's really something that uh, probably our, our local listeners could do uh, you know, adding beans to their own Chamoran recipes, mm-hmm. I would think. We would love to hear of some of their ideas. Maybe some of the audience that's listening has also t- 
tried some of their unique ideas with beans. And now for today's healing word from the Bible. So we're going to take a few moments uh, as we're closing our program here. Certainly, if you have uh, some ideas, some thoughts that have come to your mind, be happy to have you send those to health at joyfmradio.net, health at joyfmradio.net. And uh, if there's questions that you have for Betty Jo or Katie, we'd be happy to forward those on to them. So... Again, that uh, email is health at joyfmradio.net. Our healing word uh, this afternoon comes from 1 Corinthians 13, verses 1 to 3. 1 Corinthians 13, 1 to 3. It says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I have become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith so that I could remove mountains and have not charity, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profits me nothing. Charity, of course, is uh, the biblical word for love. Agape love, or the kind of love that God has, in which uh, he loves his enemies as much as he loves his friends. This is the kind of love that God is uh, encouraging and promoting in 1 Corinthians 13. It's not a love that we can generate ourselves, but we can ask for it. We can spend time with, with God in prayer and Bible study in the morning, because as we behold the love of Christ in his word, we can be changed, we will be changed to reflect that love. So encourage all of us, spend quality time, give God an hour of your time every morning, and feed on his word. The Bible says the words, in fact, Jesus said these words, the words that I speak to you, they are Holy Spirit. They are eternal life. So beans are great to give you longevity, but the word of God will give you eternal life if you're studying to know Christ. We thank you for joining us this afternoon. We want to thank uh, Betty Jo Resch. Katie Yamamoto. Be sure to check with your doctor before joining making us any sudden and, life uh, changes discussed wow. today. Total Health is brought to you in partnership with the Guam Seventh-day Adventist beans. Clinic, so we'll where your you health next is their week. mission. Same we look forward time. to seeing you next Wednesday. Thank you and see Zuis Maasi for listening to Total Health right here on Joy FM.